What's up, this your boy Lil Duval, and check out my podcast, Conversations with Unc, on the Black Effect Podcast Network. Each and every Tuesday, Conversations with Unc podcast feature casuals and in-depth talk about ebbs and flows of life and the pursuit of happiness. Unlike my work on stage, I tap into a more serious and sensitive side to give life advice and simply offer words of encouragement, yet remind folks to never forget to laugh. Every Tuesday, listen to Conversations with Unc, hosted by Lil Duval on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Presented by AT&T. Connecting changes everything. The Black Effect presents Family Therapy, and I'm your host, Elliot Connie. Jay is the woman in this dynamic who is currently co-parenting two young boys with her former partner, David. David, he is a leader. He just don't want to leave me. But how do you lead a woman? How do you lead in a relationship? Like, what's the blueprint? David, you just asked the most important question. Listen to Family Therapy on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey guys, this is Paris Hilton. Trapped in Treatment is back, and this season we're taking on WASP, the Worldwide Association of Specialty Programs and Schools. They held us in dog cages. They starved us. They beat us. It was trying to brand us. We were going to become the McDonald's of kid treatment. Join my host as they unravel the story of the largest and most shocking organization in the history of the troubled teen industry. Listen to season two of Trapped in Treatment on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey everyone, welcome to Intimate Knowledge. I'm Brooke Burke. I'm Megan oh. King Edmonds. And I'm sex and intimacy coach Leela DeVille. And this is a Corona Living <laughs> episode. <laughs> I don't know what, and I don't know what day it is. And we are all um, staying safe and healthy at home. So we are doing a Skype call right now. So just pardon, you know, the maybe the quality of everything and there might be some action going on behind us which is fine i mean megan's at home with the kids leela how are you doing i've got uh you know life happening here in my home too with kids and um gosh boy has everything changed huh it's such a wild time i mean we're just all in such a huge time of adaptation and uh shifting changing adjusting it's just it's just huge and um, I'm actually in the Southern Hemisphere um, with my kids and living with my brother-in-law and mother-in-law and, you know, we're, we're finding our way forward in a really harmonious way. Yeah, really good. I mean, they, my kids, I've, what I've really enjoyed with my kids um, is that uh, their, their nervous systems have completely downregulated. We're not doing screen time um, during isolation and I, I'm... It's great that I'm able to do that because I live on a, a, a bigger property. The kids are able to run around and I have an extra set of hands of help with my brother-in-law being here all the time. So, um, yeah, the kids are just awesome. They just they just don't need as much stimulus at the moment and that makes it really easy to contend with. Are you taking a break from homeschool? Uh, yeah, we're not homeschooling. I mean... They're learning so much already, and and I have a six-year-old and a two-year-old, so they're you know they're mixed up in our flow and what we're engaging with and um, learning a lot. And my my kids like so interested in insects right now, <laughs> and so we get to study those. And you know it's just a very unstructured learning environment. 
Wow, good for you. Good for you for finding your own way and acknowledging that we're in a crisis and that means something different to everyone. You know, everybody is so quick to criticize each other's structure right now. You know, I'm noticing a lot of that, you know, even on the gram and on social media. I don't know what you're going through, Megan, but I'm, you know, posting pictures of me happy, smiling, laying out in the sun. And people are like, people are dying. What's wrong with you? And I was like, with all compassion, I get that. But it's also a time to be hopeful and positive and to 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 live and to enjoy and to absolutely reorganize your life and abide by all of the social um, suggestions. But I'm trying to create a safe, happy space here at home with my kids and, and, you know, have positive conversations about them that every day aren't just about doomsday and trying to turn the, you know, the news off a little bit while I still want to be educated. You know, it's such a, such a challenging time to do that, but I am finding beautiful moments and I am finding Um, moments of depth and rediscovery with my kids and moments that I hope never go away even when we get through this I know we're going to get through this and this is you know not normal times but it's going to change I I want to be able to continue connecting and having um you know closeness at home this family bonding has been really meaningful to me my my 17 year old daughter just moved back in and that's a long story and a whole nother episode, but, you know, she mostly lives with her father. And I was really missing, you know, thinking about you at home, Megan, with your three children and you, you know, Leela, having this beauty, beautiful new family structure. And I was like, gosh, I, I want all my people at home. And my daughter decided to come home and finish this quarantine with me. And it's been really beautiful and tender and everyone has shifted. It's interesting what you said about the children's nervous system. There is a different calm and a different pace and a different um, sensitivity. I'm, I'm finding myself trying to be more patient with the kids, you know, and, and some days I feel like losing and I have to like check out and just get a little bit of alone time, but I'm trying to really understand what they're going through as well. Yeah. We're over here at, um, at my house. There's a lot of screen time. It's the opposite of Leela. And um, I, Honestly, like I wish, I wish my twins would watch screens because they're really not into it yet. It's like go, go, go all the time here. Um, I honestly like to be bored for one day would sounds amazing to me. And um, I bet I've been doing a lot more cooking and just get, trying to get creative with my kids. And um, I can hear my twins downstairs. I just put them down for a nap. They're banging on their um, closet doors right now. They're like jumping in the drawers and getting out of their beds. I mean, it's just like, it's a zoo here. I just showed you guys what my house looks like. It's a, it's a complete zoo. <laughs> I can't keep up. So I, and I'm total single mom in it. I, I do have a live-in nanny, but she um, still needs days off and she has a bad cold right now. Um, hopefully it, it doesn't, I don't think it'll turn it into anything else, but she, so, so she's resting and trying to get well and, I'm trying to um, talk to you ladies. It's definitely a huge juggle. Mm -hmm. Wow, I feel for you. That's a lot. (laughs) And I haven't even, you know, being past the toddler years, it's hard for us to even imagine, just psychologically speaking, what you're going through, what the kids are going through. Um, Yeah, I mean, like I I went to CVS yesterday to pick up medicine for my nanny, and I took my daughter with me, and, um, and I said... So when I ran into CVS, I said, okay, just stay in the car. Cause I don't want her, if she's been contract, has like, you know, the, the 
the disease, the um, virus. I don't want her going and touching everything. And then I also don't want to expose her to it. So here I am like keeping my kid in the car while I run into CVS. I mean, these are real life things. And I'm hoping my nanny gets better soon so I can go to the grocery store because I'm low on milk. Like these are real problems, you know? Yeah. These are, yeah. I mean, I mean, and my kids won't die if they're out of milk, they can drink water. It's fine. We have a tap. We're very lucky yeah. in so many ways, but I'm definitely not used to this life that we're living. And I think none of us are. Yeah. I think this is, um, there's just no room for judgment right now. Everyone is finding their own way. This is a real time to meet each other with compassion and to give yourself mm-hmm. room to do the best you can. And to know that like, that is totally good enough. And, you know, your honesty about even like leaving her in the car. It's like, there are choices right now. We have daily choices to make. And, you know, I love what the mayor of New York said the other day, it's, it's, you know, a reward and and risk really. And it's like a different way of thinking about life right now. You know, what are we willing to risk for what we want right now? And, you know, who's in our bubble and how we're, we're managing our life and, you know, the safety of our homes and what we need. And, you know, my daughter actually, my 17-year-old daughter has been really concerned because I have a couple autoimmune diseases, so I have a compromised immune system, and I feel so healthy, so I don't think of myself like that. And she was like, Mom, you know, you can't be going to the market. You have to take this serious. And my immediate reaction was like, okay, I'm the mom here. I have to go to the market. Like, I have to <laughs> run the house. Like, I have to. There are things that I have to do. And she was like, no, not really. You got to limit it. And you don't get to go every few days or twice a week because you want to go to Whole Foods and get fresh food. You got to limit it and you have to be smart. And, you know, it's almost like a reality check. And we're not that- invincible. Mm-hmm. Don't you think like as women and moms, yeah. we feel, I feel invincible. Yeah. Yeah, I think this is what we're kind of um, toying with is like the you know, we, we place so much value on health and safety and absolutely we, sh- we should. And then there is also living and life experience and connection socially and, and that value. Like, cause I'm really struggling with my kids not having interaction with other kids and being social. And um, yeah. yeah, and it's really, it's heartbreaking. Cause I, I feel, I feel them yearning for it so much. And so, and, and in, in my parenting, I always feel like I'm weighing up um, expression and free expression, the freedom of them just being themselves and then their safety. So this I is just, something cool that would never happen. I was trying to, um, to like do something different. So I put my kids in my car and we just went for a drive and I turned on show tunes and we were dancing in the car and a car pulled up next to us and they rolled down their window and they started dancing in their car to the same song. So like we were having a dance party just in the cars. That doesn't happen during non-corona times. Yeah. The creativity that's coming out, Mm -hmm. the creativity that's coming out of this time in the limitation is so beautiful. And the ways that people are finding connect connection like I've been seeing on Instagram um you know birthday parties that are happening like in car convoy mm-hmm. as they roll past like people's houses <laughs> that's so cute that's I love that so much I'm gonna send, send you girls this video maybe we'll put it up on um intimate knowledge podcast on our Instagram handle but I did the same thing Megan I was like getting a little stir crazy and so Rain and I she's my 13 year old I was like let's just get in the truck and the, oh rain hi baby rain just walked rain. in i'm in the middle of a podcast skype call with rain rain. Rain. i love you too but i want to see you no, what are you doing where is it? Sierra. sierra's in her bedroom baby 
I love you. I'll come out when I'm done. Okay. I love you. I'll call you in a little bit. Oh, that's so funny that like she walks in, I feel her energy in the house and I'm talking mm-hmm. about her. She's been at her daddy's. Sorry. Um, but anyway, so we got in the truck and we were so bored. Like, I want to be really honest. Like we were freaking bored out of our minds. And this was last week. I'm like, God, this is, we're just getting warmed up in this quarantine and we're like losing it. So I was like, let's just get in the truck. We put the dog in the back, just the two of us. And we drove up the coast and we drove for 45 minutes all the way to County Line. And she has these really cool, like, um, retro filters. And, you know, what's interesting about kids, you know, if you are letting them be on FaceTime, it's a great time for them to be creative and to be editors and to be, um, you know, choreographers. And so we made this whole, like, video and it looked like, it looked like something that the three of us would do on a road trip to like Nashville. It looked like we had country music <laughs> playing. It was like she had a vintage t-shirt. We had on like cut off like jeans. It was like two girls on a road trip. We had so much fun. And it was just silly, nothing. We didn't go anywhere. It was the road trip to nowhere. We stopped like nowhere. We like stopped. We didn't really even want to get out of the car because, you know, there was a lot of people around. So we found like some random road watched the sunset, and it was, like, an amazing memory. Mm, it was Yeah. I mean, it was just a fucking drive up the coast, but it was, like, it was the best we had that week, you know? Um, yeah. Well, at least you guys have partners, like, to have sex oh, with. Like, this, I know. Oh my gosh, I'm sorry, like, Megan. Lot, there's a lot of sexting happening. You guys, I had a sexting dream. Not a sex dream, a sexting dream. No like, way. That, that <laughs> Tell us what happened in that. Relegated to. It was like, oh like my this God. erotic like, conversation back and forth on my phone. I swear. And that's been, I mean, thank God for that, right? <laughs> thank God for technology. I mean, but And the FaceTime yeah. dates, oh, those are, those are wonderful. I've been having they a ton are. of those. Yeah. Oh, good. Wait, where are you finding you them? Guys, I decided, I decided <laughs> to date in London. I was like, you know what? It doesn't matter where we are because we're uh, everybody's far. It doesn't matter if the next door neighbors. This is so, so good. I put on my dating apps that I live in London, and so I've been dating in London like recently. <laughs> I swear, this is so good. Is it the it's accent? It's been so much fun. The they're like, <laughs> and they're nice. They're like Canadians, and so. <laughs> So good, girl. So like, good. Wait, what are you doing? Do you live in LA? And I'm like, well, yeah, but like, don't we all just live on FaceTime actually? So let's just date. <laughs> oh my goodness, you guys. So oh, good. So that. good. So where are you meeting them? How are you finding them? The date, just dating apps. Oh my God. I freaking love it. How's it going at home for you, Leela? Tell me what's, how's the like shared space? You're there with your in-laws, your husband, your kids. How's it going? I mean, I was so impressed with what you were saying. I was actually talking to my kids and my boyfriend about it, about how you're creating boundaries at home because everybody's on top of each other right now. And I'm working from home right now too. So, and the kids are need their workspace and like you, you can't not hear each other. How's that going? Yeah, really great. I, it, I mean, it, of course, there's challenges that people, you know, my kids aren't listening sometimes to the fact that, you know, I'm working and I and I, can't, I don't have attention for them right now. And, you know, there's, there's stuff. But for the most part, it's it's going really well. Um, the delineation of time and space has been key, I would say. Like, so having my workstation, having Ika having his own space and going into a different room at different points and, 
I think if if we can take that time apart within the container, you know, within um, the quarantining, like I think we'll, we'll, we'll be much better off. And so we're kind of exercising that a lot more now. And like just taking that like kind of mini, mini break to self-nourish um, and so that we can come back to each other kind of resourced and refilled. So that's been really key. Um, you know, I've, I've got this practice at the moment of wanting to have sex every day. <laughs> and I so... Bet. I tell you. <laughs> oh, <laughs> yeah. And, you know, I, my practice is also um, removing any blocks to what, the desire to have sex So or be in intimate space. So that looks like... How are you like, doing that? Yeah, I actually, I posted one of my practices on our Instagram page yesterday. It's a practice I call the simmering pot. So basically I do a lot of things during the day and absorb a lot of things during the day that activate my pleasure body. And so I'm kind of fueling and feeding myself. So I'm kind of in this turned on kind of space um, before engaging with my partner. So that's really, that's one of my major practices. And you can, I've kind of... Um, explain it in the post so you can check that out um yeah that's one of my main practices and I love it and it makes me feel like juicy and alive do you guys have your own bedroom back in LA Ika and I have our like we have a house that accommodates um Ika having his own room and me having my own room um and it's it's not the norm for a lot of people and a lot of people hear that and go don't you just want to sleep with your partner like every night and my answer is no, <laughs> I don't want to sleep with him every night. And I, what it is, is I don't like the default that it is to always sleep together. Like I like to know that he is choosing to be with me. And so having that space where he has his own room and I have my own room, then he, then we both choose when we want to come together. And, um, what room and that's how it works for us. It's always my room. <laughs> I actually, <laughs> sometimes I creep in there. Sometimes I creep in there, but it kind of keeps it it's not on top of each other all the time with all of our expectations yeah. and and um, having to, yeah. And, you know, sometimes I just, I, I don't want to engage. And so I have my space to be able to do that. And I take that here as well. So where I am now, I'll just mm. sleep in the kids' room or I'll sleep, you know, on one of the day beds or something like that. So, yeah, I know I, know, I, I get a little bit... Um, I feel like I have to explain it a lot to people, but it, it really comes from a place of love and consciously taking time apart so that we can consciously come back together. Yeah. I think it's brilliant. Like what do you that. think, I hear more. I hear more and more about people doing that. I mean, you know, my partner and I have joint custody with our kids, so we only see each other half the week. So, you know, maybe it's the best of both worlds. Um, mm -hmm. Cause I really do appreciate my time alone. And I also appreciate alone time with my kids. Um, you know, I never really entertained that in my last marriage, we were sleeping in separate rooms, but <laughs> I was towards the end of the marriage because we just needed that space. We didn't want to come together. And, you know, I, I, I do hear that a lot of very healthy, um, you know, long-term marriages are, are doing that. I, I find it, um, honestly sort of sort of romantic to have an intentional come together um you know I've, I've never been I've never been in a healthy relationship where that was a possibility or where there was really room for that so I I don't know but I I do understand it 
I do under the, I, I do understand the need now, you know, as a woman in my 40s to create sacred space, um, to need time as a woman hormonally, um, to have different needs, you know, even, even really just heat and um, the timing of your cycle, needing maybe mm -hmm. more sleep, maybe needing more space, maybe needing more um, aloneness at certain times for a mood adjustment. Um, yeah, it's really, it's fascinating. I, I think you're so dialed into yourself as a woman. You have such an understanding of what you're going through. You know, you and I spoke about that um, when we were together, when we were in the car driving after um, the last time you were at my house. Mm -hmm. I can't remember the woman's name, but she has some really interesting research that she was sharing yeah. about the female cycle. What's her name again? Her name is Elisa Vitti, and she wrote a book called In the Flow. So it's really about your cycles, and this new one uh, is also about your cycles, but it's about the infradian rhythm rather than the circadian rhythm. So looking at how men um, or people in uh, male male bodies have um, a 24-hour cycle, but women, so they regenerate themselves and, and go through the process of their cycle within 24 hours, and that women have a 28-day cycle. So basically, we don't always feel like the full moon. We don't have access to... Um, to everything at every different day of the month that you can ride out your cycle. Like when you're ovulating, like it's a really great time to create new things. It's a really um, a great time uh, to engage intimately because you, you're of your hormones. And then as you come off the back of having, um, having ovulated and that's a real waning time. And so um, a waning time. So taking more time for rest and more sleep and um, not trying to do too much. I'd really like to try to get her on the show. And I wanted to share that with you too, Megan, because I think also as a younger woman, I think it would be profound if, if, if we could make it a goal to better understand our own cycle and our willingness times, our readiness times, our times when we need more rest, our times when we um, have more energy, when we're more focused, when we want to connect a little bit more. And the freedom to give ourselves time when we don't want to connect. And I, I, I'm learning about that flow and that cycle for the first time as a woman. And it's really helping me be more compassionate with myself and to have a deeper mm -hmm. understanding. It's also my sex drive. It's not just my energy. It's my patience. It's my tolerance. I like the word readiness, you know, mm -hmm. and um, I'm starting to study my sleep patterns as well and to know on what days, um, you know, I have, um, you know, more readiness to, to tackle certain things. But I think in the intimacy of a relationship and a partnership and human connection, I think it's really, really fascinating. And I'm, I don't know a lot about it. I'd love to get her on the show. Um, yeah. Just like we pay attention to our 28 day cycle. We know when we're moody. We know when we need a timeout. We know when we're, you know, unnecessarily yeah. grumpy, but that's because of our flow. Yeah. So exactly. what if we could really deepen that understanding where we, we understand the sort of the mind, body, spirit, even the emotional pattern in our body. I'm yeah. fascinated by that. Me too. But I never heard about I this. Too. Have you heard a lot about this, Megan? Because I certainly didn't. A little bit. I did, but I, I didn't know um, there was a, it was like a whole study. I mean, it makes sense that there is, but yes, yeah. I did. I think, I think I did. Yeah. Yeah. And this, you know, this time of, you know, quarantine and Corona living, I don't say that lightly, but it's also a time to do some research and to do a deep dive and to read that book that you 
you never made time for, you know, and to try to do some things that you just simply didn't have time for because, you know, we had nothing but time. And then all of a sudden we have so much of it. So yeah. it's, it's a, I think it's an yeah. important yeah. opportunity to spend that time wisely. Yeah. And, and it's not, not about producing more things necessarily. Like I think a lot of people are getting caught in that loop. Like they think, oh, this is the time to write that book or to, you know, create all that content. And I think, you know, that's one way, yes, and you should be entitled to that. The other way is doing the other things that you don't have time for, like connecting with your kids or um, and really learning about them or um, and really like down-regulating rather than like doing, 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 doing and trying to yeah. do as much as we did before. Yeah. Yeah, interesting. Okay, so we've had some great questions. I've also been on our Instagram um, doing some um, question and answer time in our stories. So I'll probably do that again next week if you want to um, write in and have your question answered. But we've also got some emails. So this one is from Tammy. Um, she writes, my husband used to love giving me oral and I loved it too. But after our son, he says, my scent has changed. I used to think it was me with some infection, that I had some infection, but it's been a year already and I have been afraid to ask him to try again. Is this me? Should I ask him? Okay. So, Ooh. yeah. Interesting. I, You know, I definitely would say, Tammy, um, this should be an ongoing conversation between you and your husband um, and you shouldn't be afraid to try again or ask him. Uh, there's probably a few things to be aware of um, with having a change of scent. Um, hormones have a lot to do with it. So your, hormone, your hormones before you've had a child are one way. During pregnancy, they're a different way. When you're breastfeeding, they're different again. And so your hormones are definitely going to change your scent. Um, so if you're still breastfeeding, then this could be, um, could be impacting. Um and that's not to say that you should stop breastfeeding or anything. That is just it's just something to be aware of. Um, and also to do with scent, a lot of it has to do with your health um, and your your pH. So depending on if you've changed, you have to like kind of look at have I changed my diet? Is there something that I'm eating more of or less of? Um, so alkaline foods are foods that are, are alkalizing. So they change the pH of the blood and they'll change the pH of your, your sweat, um, your saliva, and they'll change the scent of your, your vagina. So um, alkalizing foods are ones that are not, um, that are whole foods. So we're talking fresh fruit and veg, um, limiting dairy, sugar, um, any kind of processed foods. So I, I would start there anyway, just with the time we're in it's great to build the immune system that way too. So um, think about that. Leela, would um, you say that a person that eats a healthier diet that's based, like plant-based, based on um, more fresh foods has a cleaner, I don't know if cleaner is the right word, a I'm trying to understand, like, changing the pH, what it does to the I, I, scent. I think it's a clearer scent. Um, I've experimented with this a little bit, just just. Um, because I'm, I have an intimate relationship with my uh, yoni or, or my intimate anatomy. So, like, I'm always kind of checking in and I taste myself, I smell myself just to give me a gauge of where I'm at and to just feel really, really comfortable with, yeah. you know, having someone's face down there. Um, and I want 
my partner's experience to be great and I want to be fully comfortable. So I have that intimate relationship and I would say what I've noticed is when I'm really well and vital and healthy and I'm eating a plant-based diet with limited processed foods, then my scent and my um, my scent and taste is clearer. Not cleaner necessarily. I still have my own unique smell, like all my pheromones and it and um, and taste, but it's um, it's definitely of the clearer variety. Um, and so sometimes it can be more. Sorry. Do you think your vaginal fluid also physically is clear? I'm not talking about scent. I'm talking about the way that our body changes throughout our cycle. You know, sometimes yeah. it can tend to be and that a bit has milkier. More, a bit. Yeah, I mean, it is going to change. You are going to have that creamier, egg whitey kind of um, discharge depending on where you are in your cycle. So if you're at the beginning or the end. Um, so it's not really to do with like the texture of the discharge. It's to do with like the smell and and the and the taste. So it could be more metallic. Um, some people I've report have reported that it's like more coppery, and that really has to do with like how um, uh, how yeah how much iron and things you have in your system. Um, yeah. So this is kind of what we're we're working with. Also, you know, if you've had any kind of infection, um, that's going to change the scent. Uh, and also, one of the things a, a lot of people don't speak about is around um menstruation so menstruation so if you're clearing your period each month so if you ever have darker blood at the beginning or the end of your um you have darker blood at the beginning of your cycle and then as you stop bleeding it goes darker again this is a sign of stagnation in your flow so um that's your uterus is not clearing every time and this can really change the scent as well so i know elisa vitti who we're just speaking of um speaks about um you know getting your fixing your periods and getting your periods right so it should be four days of fresh red blood um, and if you have that darker blood at the beginning or end, or end, that's a sign of stagnation. And that's something that can also change the scent um, and taste of, of your intimate anatomy. Wow. It's really interesting because I think that's one thing that makes a lot of women very self-conscious, very self-conscious mm. during, you know, receiving oral. Um, yeah. it it's, something really that, it's something that I'm really aware of too, like you. I mean, I will, you know, do like a self-check as well. And I, I notice how... Um, all of that changes throughout the month. I, I didn't realize what a part nutrition plays in it. Yeah. Um, so that's really interesting. I'm going to be more mindful of that. I, mm -hmm. I always thought it was sort of more, more um, just the timing of my cycle, but that's, that's, yeah. that's really interesting. Yeah. The pH is definitely a thing. And also, you, you know, you have your, um, your microbiome as well. Yeah. So like if you, if you're out, it's going and you don't have like a, a really healthy um, flora within your vaginal canal, that's yeah. going to change things too. You're going to be more susceptible to urinary tract infections. You're going to be more susceptible to um, uh, yeast infections and those kinds of things. So you want to kind of balance that out as well. What do you but think all about of that kind of is solved, I think, by having like a plant-based diet. And I just want to make a quick mention of I'm sure like – We've all had the experience of having some funky tasting spunk from a, a guy. <laughs> I don't know if you've ever had that, but that is a huge component as well. Like I can tell if my partner is is detoxing that little bit. He's got his he's um, he's got too much metals in his system because I'm tasting that. That's you know interesting. Mm -hmm. What do you think about some of those um, vaginal feminine washes for women? 
you know, I'm not about the, I really believe she, she is uh, self cleaning. So I don't do it for cleaning purposes, but I really, I don't douche at all. Um, I don't suggest that people do that, but I really love vaginal steaming. So different thing. It's not about cleaning. It's about clearing. So again, like if you have stagnation in your cycle, this is a really good way to clear that. If you have fibroids, um, how do you do that? And, and painful periods. So it's an ancient kind of tradition, I think, that all of our ancestors would have used to take care of their gynecolog gynecological issues. Um, and it's a method of squatting or sitting over a steaming pot of herbs, like a tea, and allowing that to, you kind of crouch over it and you expose your vulva to it. And it also helps with bringing more blood flow and um, steam to clear any stagnation in the womb. So, yeah. how, so do you, so you would boil that and steam it and are you sort of squatting over a pot of water? Yeah. If you're doing it at home, you're squatting over <laughs> a pot. Yeah. I mean, I, we should get someone on who specifically does that. I have a lot of uh, women in LA who are practitioners of this. Um, and I, it's really, really amazing after giving birth um, to, to shrink the uterus back down to size and to also get rid of any kind of, uh, uh, you know, left anything that's left over from the birth, um, even if you've had a, a, a cesarean section. Um um, yeah, yeah wow. so that, so you would, you would, I, I'm not going to say try it at home now. I think that there's lots of great videos online. There's lots of great practice, practitioners of this. So, um, we should get someone on to chat more about it, but essentially I have a chair at home that has a hole and I put a pot underneath it and I sit on it and you can do it at Korean spas. Like the Koreans are really into it. Um, so we got to try it and get back to her. <laughs> yeah. I find I know, it's like yeah, really a subtle kind of turn on because of all the extra blood flow. It's really beautiful. Okay. I mean, men can do it too. You can do a steam. <laughs> yeah. I have friends who have, who have done the a steaming. Um, yeah, but it feels great. It's really relaxing. Um, and it's super beneficial, but uh, of course, a lot of medical doctors are like, no, 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 no. <laughs> oh my God. You always surprise us. You always have something up your sleeve. <laughs> <laughs> All right, girls. So, um, excited today. Candy Burris is going to be joining us. Um, she was a member of the vocal group escape. And did you girls know that she actually contributed to the writing of that TLC song scrubs? I love that song. That is like an epic, yeah. epic anthem song. I love that. It is. And of course, most people know her cause she stars in the Bravo reality show, the real housewives of Atlanta. And she Bye. has a really sexy business that she's going to break down and talk to us about. Um, I think it's bedroom, uh, bedroom candy, bedroom right? candy, bedroom candy with a K and an I. Yep. I love That's it. it. So we're going to, um, get her via the telephone. All right. So hang tight. Let's grab her right now. I'm Elliot Connie, and this is family therapy. My best hopes, I guess, identify the life that I want and, and work towards it. I never seen a man take care of my mother the way she needed to be taken care of. I get the impression that you don't feel like you've done everything right as a father. Is that true? 
That's true. And I'm not offended by that. Thank you for, for going through those things and thank you for overcoming them. Wow. Thank God for deliverance. Every time I have one of our sessions, our sessions be positive. It just keeps me going. I feel like my focus is redirected in a, in a different aspect of my life now. So, how'd we do today? We did good. The Black Effect presents Family Therapy. Listen now on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. We started talking about this incident. Drugs and uh, officials cover up. <laughs> you couldn't believe it. From iHeart Podcasts. It's like the police knew who he was before they got here. A story about money, power, and corruption. The medical school dean at USC was leading a secret double life. She's breathing. Right now? Yes, she's absolutely breathing. I'm a doctor, actually. There's no way that that guy's a doctor. I'm Paul Pringle, and I'm an investigative reporter for the LA Times. This is the story of an investigation that starts in a hotel room in Pasadena, California, and reaches all the way to the top of two of the most powerful institutions in the city of Los Angeles. When people fall in line, they fall in line. Looking back, I realized, oh, everyone knew. This is Fallen Angels, a story of California corruption. We're always going to have predators. It's the good people who stand by and do nothing that allow them to flourish. Listen to Fallen Angels, a story of California corruption, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, my name's Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of On Purpose. I just had a great conversation with Michael B. Jordan, and you can listen to it right now. Michael is known for his performances in both film and television. His breakout role was in Fruitvale Station, playing Oscar Grant, which earned him widespread praise and numerous award nominations. His portrayal of Killmonger in Marvel's Black Panther, one of my favorites, further solidified his status as one of Hollywood's leading actors, earning him widespread acclaim for his complex and compelling performance. In our conversation, Michael really opens up. You're going to love listening to it, and I can't wait for you to check it out. The closest to getting what you want is always the hardest. It's always the feeling when you're getting ready that, you know, people give up right before they get what they've always wanted to get. People quit. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hello. Hi, Candy. Hi, it's Megan. Hey. And Brooke, how are you? I'm good. Well, how are you doing? Welcome to the show. We're doing great. I'm in Malibu, self-quarantining with my family, and my boyfriend's actually here for the next few days, which makes me happy because we both have joint custody of our kids, so we're, like, splitting time. And, Megan, where are you, babe? I'm in Redondo Beach. I'm right I'm south of LAX in the beach mm. cities, but I can't go to the beach, so it's a tease. How are you, Candy? Where are you? I am downstairs in my basement in Atlanta. Um... Just basically relaxing. I got the whole family in the house, feels like. How's that going? <laughs> well, it's cool. I mean, you know, I have a 17-year-old. Our, um, our oldest, she's in New York right now um, with her mother. And then my um, we have our youngest, too, which I have a baby who's only four months, and my son is four. So if you can imagine having to do homeschool and... Take care of the baby at the same time. It's been crazy. 
how are things going at home with your husband? I mean, from an intimate standpoint, like what, how are you, what are you guys doing at home just to keep that alive and to well, manage all of this as a couple? Well, you know what? I mean, the funny thing is like, we're, of course, you know, we, you know, trying to keep it alive a little bit. But I feel like because, like, you know, we have the kids walking in at all times. Like, my son, he comes in our room in the middle of the night every single night. It's like I can't just go too crazy because I'm, like, always panicking with trying to listen out for him. <laughs> and then, um, but I said um, we were just talking about the fact our anniversary is on the 4th. So I was like, how are we going to spice it up? We're going to have to do something to spice it up. I'm going to pull out my box of bedroom candy and we're going to have to, you know, let the kids go in the other room with mom or something. They got to spice it up for the anniversary at least. You said you have a four-month-old? Yeah, um, I have a four-month-old. Her name is Blaze. Obviously, I'm in love with my baby and it's so exciting to have a new baby, but it's also scary, you know, during this time. You know, because like now it's time to take her back for her, um, her immunization shots. And I'm, like, scared to even leave out the house to go to the doctor's office, you know? Yeah. Yeah, yeah absolutely. absolutely. Well, it's I not mean, like she's going to catch anything, right? Like, nobody's around. <laughs> <laughs> that is true. But you're just rolling through it. I mean, that's a whole lot to manage in itself as a woman, just going through the hormonal and the emotional shifts right now of readjusting. And, mm. um, you know, so many women are in it and don't even know they're in it. And, you know, you have you've been down this road before. But, wow, that's that is a lot, girls. <laughs> How does your your four year old is ace, right? Yeah, he's four. You think about the new baby. He loves her. Like, he's, like, the best big brother in the whole wide world. Okay, so, Candy, tell us about Bedroom Candy. How did you come up with this idea, and, and what is the evolution to um, to where we are today? What has it been like for you? Well, um, what happened was, for a long time, for years, actually, um, I was online doing an um, online talk show called Candy Coated Nights, where it was, like, me and a group of friends, we would talk about sex and relationships. And we had, like, a, a really you know, big following. And it was from that, I was like, okay, it's so many people that's checking it out that we're talking to that I know are like interested. I need to come up with something that's a product that goes along with my show. And um, so, when, you know, I was talking to my friend and they were like, well, you know, maybe we should do sex toys. And but I was like, the reason why is because I always felt like when I was, I, I had a, a, I had a vibrator at a young age. Okay. <laughs> I was, I was probably like 19 or 18 or something was the first time I got one. So I always felt like people always, you know, if you go to the store to buy one, it was always like a porn star on the box or it was always something crazy to make you feel like it's not just like your everyday woman that, you know, is into this. You know what I mean? They always made it seem like it had to be somebody that's over-the-top sexual person and that's the only type of people who like sex toys. And so I was like... I want to get rid of that myth. Like, I want people to know, like, you know, you should feel good about knowing your body and knowing how to please yourself. And so the whole point behind my brand was to, you know, make just your everyday woman feel comfortable about buying a product that they could, you know, basically familiarize themselves and feel good. Mm-hmm. I love that. I love that. we we talk about like br- bringing um, our sexuality as women 
to the forefront of um, conversations and for it not to be something that we're afraid to talk about. And so it sounds kind of like that's what you thought too. So it's, uh, so have you resonated yeah. with a lot of women? What's your audience um, feedback been? For sure. Um, basically what I didn't realize in the beginning, um, I think even more so with African-Americans, a lot of people in the African-American community always are hush-hush when it comes to talking about sex and definitely when it comes to talking about sex toys. For whatever reason, men are always like, oh, you don't need that, oh, you got me, you know, and so, you know, it always was this thing of women felt like, oh, well, I can't really, you know, proudly say, yeah, I got a sex toy, or yeah, this, or they always felt like if they're in a relationship, they can't really talk about it in their relationship, but I don't know. I kind of made this movement to where it was it made it good for a lot of people to feel comfortable to talk about it. I mean, now, you know, especially now that I have my bedroom candy consultants, you know, we have thousands of consultants across the country that we have these parties and, you know, now we have couples toys that we can, you know, help them introduce, you know, toy play in their relationships. And so it's not always so, you know, like a myth. Then how did you segue that into, you know, beyond sex toys in the bedroom, sort of into the bathroom? And um, I know you have some great, you know, spa products and, you know, bathroom items, which I think is such an important part of sexual sensuality as well. You know, creating that sure. ambiance and that overall good feeling. Yeah. Um, because we have so many um, consultants in our in-home party company, um, we wanted to start having even more products for them. And so we decided to make Bedroom Candy more of a lifestyle brand so we could have, you know, products that, you know, pretty much take care of every, every area of your life. You know what I'm saying? As a woman, you want to look good you and you want to feel good, you know? And so um, that's why we started adding bath and body products. Now we have added the makeup line with Candy Coated Cosmetics. So we were talking about um, just lifestyle and your brand and creating a whole sensual ambiance, which I think is so important to take it out of the bedroom and into other areas of our lives and our homes as women. And what what are your thoughts on lingerie? Um, well, I love lingerie. <laughs> um, you know, obviously, I feel like every woman should have something. Well, put it this way, my husband feels that way because sometimes. Well, not even sometimes. I'm one of those. I come into the bedroom pretty comfortable with just like a T-shirt on and some shorts. And he's like, uh, can you please sometimes dress up, do something? <laughs> <laughs> so do you? So I personally need this. I have to step my game up. I went and I um, bought all this stuff one time to, um, you know, kind of like impression. He came to visit me, and I met him at the door in this whole get-up and kept my heels on, and he was so happy. <laughs> oh, sure. <laughs> Good job. That's so important. Do you have any advice for um, any of our listeners during this time to, you know, try to keep the romance alive? I know everybody is staying safe at home and it's a really interesting time of reinventing things in the romantic realm. Do you have any suggestions or any advice? Um, well, I possibly, I mean, for me, 
I would just say, like, okay, just like, you know, you got to bring out some of the old tricks, you know, or some fun things to do. Um, I was saying, well, for me, you know, I would just have like a gang of my own products around. But, like, and we have like these sexy dice. And I love to play this game. It's like, you know, you roll the dice, and then one of the dice gives you like a body part, and the other gives you an action. And so you just have to do whatever the dice tells you to do. Like, so I just say, you're at home. Play some games. Make it fun. Do something different. Um, some people are against watching, you know, movies or, you know, sexual movies or whatever. I'm not. I feel like, hey, throw one on. Let's, you know, make it exciting. Let's try what they're doing. I think that business is probably booming more than ever right now. <laughs> right. Um, you know, and this is the perfect time to step up your massage game. You know, um, for me, we have like these massage oil candies. I mean, excuse me, massage oil candles and bedroom candy, which are so dope because like, you can just light them up and, you know, let them melt down. But you can pour the um, massage oil directly on the skin. It's warm, but it never gets hot enough to burn you or anything. So you can pour it right off the candle onto the skin and start rubbing it in. It's so good. Oh, I like that. I like that. And we, I think we got cut off when we were asking you what some of your favorite products are. And I'm also interested in, um, you know, in the, in the bedroom toy area, what some of your best sellers are. I always like to know what, you know, people are responding to the most in that, in that world. Our very, our number one bestseller, and it's an award-winning toy, um, it's called Candy Kisses. It's really like a, it looks like a little lipstick, so I guess it's like the equivalent to like the little small bullet or whatever. And um, But it really does look like a lipstick. Nobody would ever know. So for me, you know, me, especially as a mom, you know how you may leave something out and you don't want your kids to know what it is. It's one of those situations where if you had that product, Nobody would ever know. You have it sitting right on your counter and nobody would have a clue that, you know, had another purpose. <laughs> so I love that I one. I just looked that up, Candy. Then, I just looked it up. You're right. It looks it looks exactly like a lipstick. Yeah, the case, everything is, is really cool. But the um and then also I love like like what I was saying, the massage on candles. Oh, we have another product called Control Me, which is like our vibrating panties. Um, you know, you give your man, well, for me, give my man the remote and let him just, you know, hit it throughout the day whenever he sees fit. You know, it's just like a fun game to play. Um, and let me see, what's another good one that I love? Well, if, you know, I'm just taking care of myself. I like cuddle. It's called cuddle, but it's, um, it's a, a you know, it's a toy, but it's, it has a curve to it. And I just love it personally. <laughs> I love that. It's the right spot. Thank you for your top picks. Now you're gonna have like for new sales. You're gonna know who who bought them. <laughs> now another one that I really love is um, our glove. It's um, for it's obviously for men or whatever, but um, it has a hole on both ends. So basically. Um, I know some women who they really don't enjoy giving oral to their man or whatever. Me personally, I feel like you're supposed to love it in order to do it good. So with that being said, if if it's not your favorite thing and you get one of our um, 
uh, it's called a helping hand. That's what it's called. So um, if you get the helping hand, you put a little lube in it. And when you put it on him, hopefully he's long enough that he comes out the other side a little bit. Because that's, that's what I'm saying. He goes in one side, comes out, and you catch it. Well, thanks for the info. Oh my gosh, I just looked it up right now. Whoa, that's interesting. Hmm. Yeah. Ah. Okay. Yeah, well, th- yeah, thank you for all the great advice for jo- joining the show today and a belated congratulations on your new baby girl. Yeah, and Thank you. stay healthy, stay happy, stay sexy at home, and hopefully we'll get to connect again soon. And we're just wishing you the best. Thanks for joining us. Thanks for having me. Thanks, Candy. Be safe, All girl. right. You too. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Take care. I'm Elliot Connie, and this is Family Therapy. My best hopes. I guess identify the life that I want and and work towards it. I never seen a man take care of my mother the way she needed to be taken care of. I get the impression that you don't feel like you've done everything right as a father. Is that true? That's true. And I'm not offended by that. Thank you for for going through those things and thank you for overcoming them. Wow. Thank God for the limits. Every time I have one of our sessions, our sessions be positive. It just keeps me going. I feel like my focus is redirected in a different aspect of my life now. So, how'd we do today? We did good. The Black Effect presents Family Therapy. Listen now on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. started talking about this incident. Drugs and uh, officials cover up. <laughs> you couldn't believe it. From iHeart Podcasts. It's like the police knew who he was before they got here. A story about money, power, and corruption. The medical school dean at USC was leading a secret double life. He's breathing. breathing right now? Yes, he's absolutely breathing. I'm a doctor, actually. There's no way that that guy's a doctor. I'm Paul Pringle, and I'm an investigative reporter for the LA Times. This is the story of an investigation that starts in a hotel room in Pasadena, California, and reaches all the way to the top of two of the most powerful institutions in the city of Los Angeles. When people fall in line, they fall in line. Looking back, I realized, oh, everyone knew. This is Fallen Angels, a story of California corruption. We're always going to have predators. It's the good people who stand by and do nothing that allow them to flourish. Listen to Fallen Angels, a story of California corruption on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, my name's Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of On Purpose. I just had a great conversation with Michael B. Jordan, and you can listen to it right now. Michael is known for his performances in both film and television. His breakout role was in Fruitvale Station, playing Oscar Grant, which earned him widespread praise and numerous award nominations. His portrayal of Killmonger in Marvel's Black Panther, one of my favorites, further solidified his status as one of Hollywood's leading actors, earning him widespread acclaim for his complex and compelling performance. In our conversation, Michael really opens up. You're going to love listening to it, and I can't wait for you to check it out. The closest to getting what you want is always the hardest. 
It's always the feeling when you're getting ready to, you know, people give up right before they get what they've always wanted to get. People quit. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, everybody, it's Brooke. I hope you're staying safe and healthy at home. I have a little gift for you from my house to yours because home body just took on a whole new meaning. And if you're going crazy at home and not feeling very sexy, well, all of us at BB Body have got you covered. You probably know by now that I'm totally dedicated to health and wellness. And I think that body confidence is so important, but I also believe that it comes from a deeper place inside and it affects the way we feel about ourselves and our connection with our partners. I created the Brooke Burke Body app to share two decades of my fitness knowledge and to help people get into the best shape of their lives. It's my way of connecting and sweating with women around the globe, sometimes the occasional man. We can work together, we can work out together, and we can get into the best shape of our life together. I'm literally sweating side by side. You can connect with women in my community 24-7. We support you and we celebrate each other. We work out in the privacy of our own homes, which is more important now than ever. You can come over to my house. I'm doing live streams every Monday morning. I take you on location, digitally, of course. And right now, I think people are going to take fewer classes and deepen their wellness commitments in a smarter way by doing it at home. So these are digital class opportunities. It's an opportunity to have me as your private trainer and to come on over to my house for some fun, effective workouts. This is a great way to change your body. You can sculpt, tone, lift, and also get that sexy bubble booty that you've been hoping for. I'm going to show you exactly what I do. And don't wait until summer because I think that summer bodies are made right now. I can show you how I stay in shape all year long and we can do it together. I've got hundreds of videos body-specific burns. I've got workouts with my girlfriends, BFF burns, partner burns, a little bit of family fitness. I'm showcasing some of my favorite trainers from around the globe. And I'm also bringing my VIP Malibun Booty Burn class right to your living room. So there's a little bit of something for everyone. Even if you don't love fitness, we've got to take care of ourselves from the inside out. And I do think that you need to get your sexy back and you need to step into the best shape of your life and you need to feel sensual and confident at every age, at every shape, at every size. So I'm going to show you exactly what I do to stay in shape. We've got cardio parties, yoga, booty burn, short, fun, effective workouts that are going to change your body. You can pick five minutes. You can do a total body cardio party. You can sculpt body part by body part. So here it is, my little gift to you. We're offering 25% off for three months for the entire Intimate Knowledge audience. Just use promo code BBBODYIK. BBBODYIK. So it's B-B-B-O-D-Y-I-K. It's my gift to you. I'm here for you. I want to connect. I want to help you feel good. It's more important now than ever. So Megan, I'm looking this up right now, this whole helping hand. I wonder how comfortable yeah. most men are. Um, Cause I, I, I don't know it. Like that's kind of like a, a new thing that, you know, a lot of these toys that are for both partners that have dual purposes. And I wonder how comfortable I'm going to have to ask my partner about that. I, I, I don't know how he would feel about it. I remember I brought something home um, that was actually given to us on another show. And he was like, I think I'm good, babe. Like, I don't know if I really need to introduce some like toys yeah. into the bedroom. So that would be an interesting question. We should um, we should do a little reach out. What, I mean, what do you think, Leela? I I, I, don't, I, I don't would love my my man yeah. would be with like I don't know. 
Yeah, I would love to do a poll of some yeah. sort mm-hmm. because we I know from my, I've never used a device on a partner, on a male Me partner. Either. I've Me never either. done it. And I and there's never been any inkling of a desire from them. And I know my husband has he's never shown any desire to like wear a cock ring or have something that's stimulating him too. And he's, you know, oh, actually like, I have, I have experimented I with that. No. So that's interesting, but you know, sometimes they get the double sense, they get the sensation of um, the vibration from a toy that we may be using or that may be inside yeah. of us. So, but that would be yeah. interesting to get some feedback. But there's on ones that. that are fully geared towards men, like the prostate massages and the anal toys as well. And the, you know, it's, yeah, it's definitely something to explore. I just have never explored it. And my um, three-year-old just took off her headphones, so I'm just going to um, keep my thoughts on this to myself for right now. Okay, <laughs> okay you've got it. Well, you know what? I think we're going to wrap Quarantine it up. Anyway, life. I, I can here. hear my kids stirring around downstairs, too. So um, let's say goodbye until next week, but let's stay in touch. And, Megan, let us know how you're doing. I know you're going through a lot over there. We all are. I'm sending mm-hmm, you girls everybody. so much love. It was so nice to see your faces via Skype. And, you know, let's just keep being creative and reinventing and being honest and being compassionate and finding new ways to entertain ourselves. And um, you never know, Leela, Megan might, uh, in our next episode, we, Megan might have, like, fallen in love. <laughs> you never know. It'd be like, love is blind. <laughs> we, know, we, know. we might have to do our own little um our own little sexting within the walls of our own home leela <laughs> absolutely yeah no kidding maybe i'll this is the new way of dating oh, you guys i have to see. i do have to mention this on the way out um this guy that i had gone on a date with before all of the quarantine started he gave me toilet paper. He literally bought me two rolls of toilet paper and handed it, put it in my car, and then I drove off. Like it was it's so funny, the dating 2020. And I was I said to him, let's just get let's just get married. This is the sexiest like, thing you The sweetest ever thing done. ever. I mean, are you so kidding romantic. me? I know, right? <laughs> I love, love that. it. Wow. Yeah, Corona dating. <laughs> Corona living, Corona dating, Corona yes. creative times, right? Woof. Mm-hmm. All right, ladies. Well, it's been fun, but those babies are calling me. I know. Thank you, honey. Take care of you both, girls. I miss you. Miss you. Guys. Don't forget Bye-bye. to email email us, everybody. We want to hear from you. We want to know how you're doing. So send us your questions. Send us your emails. Follow us on the gram. Find us. You can email us at ik at iheartradio.com. IK at iHeartRadio.com. We'd love to hear from you. Take care, everybody. Stay safe. Stay home. Big love. Subscribe to Intimate Knowledge on iHeartRadio or wherever you listen to podcasts. The Black Effect presents Family Therapy, and I'm your host, Elliot Connie. Jay is the woman in this dynamic who is currently co-parenting two young boys with her former partner, David. David, he is a leader. He just don't want to leave me. But how do you lead a woman? How do you lead in a relationship? Like, what's the blueprint? David, you just asked the most important question. Listen to Family Therapy on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Oh, hi. I'm Rachel Zoe, and my podcast, Climbing in Heels, is back and better than ever. You might know me from the Rachel Zoe Project, or perhaps from my work as a celebrity stylist. 
And guess what? I'm still just as obsessed with all things fashion, beauty, and business. Climbing in Heels is all about celebrating the stories of extraordinary women, and this season is here to bring you a weekly dose of glamour, inspiration, and fun. Listen to Climbing in Heels every Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey guys, this is Paris Hilton. Trapped in Treatment is back, and this season we're taking on WASP, the worldwide association of specialty programs and schools. They held us in dog cages. They starved us. They beat us. He was trying to brand us. We were going to become the McDonald's of kid treatment. Join my hosts as they unravel the story of the largest and most shocking organization in the history of the troubled teen industry. Listen to season two of Trapped in Treatment on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. <laughs> 